Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 404, for Wednesday, April 19th, 2017. This is the BGG Page Views edition. Page view totals were down significantly last week. Well, slightly, anyway. But they have largely rebounded back to more normal levels this week. We do have three debuts and two other new entries, so five new entries for the week. The first is at number 10. First of our three debuts, it is Rune Wars Miniatures Game by Andrew Fisher, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 18,047 views. This is a two-player miniatures game set in Fantasy Flight's proprietary world of Terranoth, which is the same setting for Many of their other games, including Runebound, uh, first edition was from 2004, and is recently on the third edition, which is in the top 500 on BGG. Descent, whose second, first edition was from 2005, and the more recent second edition is ranked number 62. Rune Wars, from 2010, ranked 118, and Rune Age, from 2011, ranked in the top 1,000. Returning after four weeks away and charting for the third time at number nine is Yamatai by Bruno Catala and Mark Paquin, published by Days of Wonder, with 18,984, or 937 more than Rune Wars. That's a gain of over 7,000, as this game is seeing a little bit wider release, or is that release is imminent. The second of our three debuts is at number eight, Maximum Apocalypse by Mike, I'm going to say Mike Gnade. I'm going to say that G is pronounced, and published by Rock Manor Games with 19,384, exactly 400 more than Yamatai. And uh, that's a massive increase. In fact, it had hardly any page views at all last week. That's largely because of a Board Game Geek contest. It used to be that every time a contest was being held on BGG, we'd see that game in the top 10. That's much more unusual now. The contests are no less frequent, but they don't typically generate a top 10 game unless it's already going there on its own merits. But this one made it. It is on Kickstarter, has a $14,000 goal, and has $51,000 pledged already. It is a cooperative roguelike game with a randomly generated map and obviously with a name like Mac Post-Apocalyptic Theme. Sliding one spot to number seven is Too Many Bones by Adam and Josh Carlson, published by Chip Theory Games with 24,281, nearly 5,000 views more than Maximum Apocalypse. So a very healthy gap there between number seven and number eight, and it's on a gain of almost 5,000 from last week, a 25% gain, and yet it loses one spot. Like I said, uh, the page views have bounced back up, and so it's a little more competitive here this week. Returning after only two weeks away and charting for the third time at number six is Brass by Martin Wallace, published by Roxley Games with 25,369, a gap of a little over a thousand from too many bones, and a gain of fourteen thousand from last week. 
That's because the Kickstarter for both the original game, Lancashire, which is this entry, and its new sequel, Birmingham, uh, that Kickstarter has begun. It had a $60,000 goal and so far has over $400,000 pledged. After three weeks in a row at number two, sliding back three spots to number five is Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games with 29,213, a gap of almost 4,000 to brash, to brass rather, but a drop of over 5,000 from where it was last week, or 16%. Our highest new entry and the third of our three debuts is at number four, Sagrada, by Daryl Andrews and Adrian Adamescu, published by Floodgate Games with 30,763, a gap of 1,550 between Sagrada and Terraforming Mars, and a huge 25,000 view increase from last week. This is a game with the theme of building stained glass windows. It is largely um, an abstract game, though. What you do is you draft various colors of dice, and it had a Kickstarter campaign late last year with a $24,000 goal that made $151,000 and is now arriving to backers only about a month late. Bouncing back up one spot to number three is Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with 32,628, almost 2,000 more than Sagrada, and a gain of 2.6%. And also climbing one spot up to number two again is Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 34,926, or 2,300 more than Scythe. That's a 2,700 view gap, I mean gain, so that gain enabled it to climb past Scythe, or 8.4%. Arkham Horror charts its ninth time at number two, although it's the first time since back on March 1st, making it only the fourth game to have nine or more weeks in the number two position. It is number two again to our juggernaut of a number one, at number one for the 12th consecutive week and the 13th time overall, it is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 104,096 views, or just about 70,000 more than Arkham Horror, more than triple the number of views that Arkham Horror has. That is a loss of 42,000 from last week, or 29%. Recall that last week a second printing Kickstarter began, and so there was a huge influx of views. Now it is back down basically to the level it had been for the few weeks before that. That mark of 104,000 is number 11 on the most views list. In fact, in the 12 weeks it has been at number 1, the past 12 weeks, Gloomhaven has had 1.4 million views, and it has an overall total of almost 2 million. So it is one of the most viewed games on Board Game Geek ever. Uh, probably, I, I don't want to say where, it's on that list, in the top 10, certainly in the top 20. And yet it's only really had the last three months to get to that total. Comparing it to Android Netrunner, which had its 12th consecutive week back on February 27th of 2013, 
Its page view total was 31,431, which would only have been good enough for number four this week, but at the time was very good. It had almost double the views of the, per- the game in second place, which was the debut of Hull Breach, one of those one-week wonders. For Wednesday, April 19th, 2017.